0: What's up, everybody? It's Athea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm really glad you tuned in here today, and I'm super excited to dig into a really important subject. Uh, You know, Granted, it's mid-September now. I suppose you could argue we're a little bit late here, but it's relevant really throughout the year, and that is how do you maintain recovery momentum during vacation? Maybe it's not even a vacation. Maybe it's just a change in your routine or your rhythm, and this is... This is kind of something that's relevant to me. I'm not in recovery per se, but as we're recording this, we're traveling in Europe. We're away for five weeks and we really have had a a pretty big interruption to our regular rhythms and routines of life. And there's other areas in my life where I've really been in momentum and finding ways to maintain that momentum has been challenging. And so the, the concept's, in that situation are just as applicable to recovery. Obviously, some of the specifics differ. But what we're going to try to talk about today is what it might look like for you if you're in recovery, you've got a good thing going, but you're about to go on vacation, you're about to go on a trip, maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're going for an operation. Like, it it doesn't have to be something luxurious and recreational. It could actually be something more serious. But nonetheless, what do you do when you handle an interruption? I'm even thinking of, you know, we have clients that have just had kids recently, right? And it's just a huge shock to your system and your routines. And if you're not prepared for it, you can actually, you know, you can kind of get swallowed up by it and drown in it. And so what we want to talk about today is how to keep the momentum going. So let let me just, let me just start by saying that a lot of this boils down to expectations. So if you can imagine that you've gone, let's say you, you were relapsing every day and now you've gone it down to like once a week, and you're not even really counting streaks. Like you're 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 aware of it. You know that you're at roughly that pace. But you've been really focusing on journaling every day. You have a spotter you're talking to regularly. You're um, you know, you're getting to some of the more root issues, you're starting to identify them, you're building some emotional awareness and maybe even some emotional fitness. You're starting to work through traumas of the past. And you really have things going in the right direction, still tons of work to be done, like once a week is not going to cut it, but you're proud of the progress you've made and you know that really it's just a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further and before you know it, you're probably going to be there. But then an interruption comes up. Let's say it's a vacation. So the question then becomes, what what is it that, that you need to do to keep the momentum going? Um... And that really should be the question. We're not actually asking, like, how do we just keep things where they are and then I'll pick things up when I come back? What we wanna do is we wanna keep things going in that direction. Now, here's why, okay? And this is where it actually differs from if we were talking about physical fitness, for example. And, you know, maybe your goal, like, my, my I have a goal right now, which is to to put on about 35, 40 pounds. Um, I'm up about 20 pounds and I'm so I'm halfway there. And I've, we've done that in about 10 months, I think. And I'm looking to, you know, obviously keep the momentum going. But I've changed what I'm doing on my vacation because I just don't have access to the equipment for starters. That's a huge part of it. So, access to resources, materials, or equipment that could be part of it, services. The second thing is, I actually don't want to be so caught up. Like, that's a very demanding goal. It demands a lot of my resources. I orient my days around that goal in a lot of ways and, like, you know, when I eat and how much I eat and what I eat. And I'm not able to do that. And so instead of had to uh, reduce my expectations and I am in more of a maintenance mode, I don't want to lose any of the progress, but um, I'm not necessarily trying to keep gaining because if I gain weight on this trip because of the way I'm working out uh, or really the lack thereof, um, gaining weight would be bad. I'd be gaining bad weight instead of good weight. The reason this is different than recovery is because in recovery, like physical fitness is a lifelong journey. And yes, I have specific goals. But when you're in recovery, recovery is a very unique phase. Uh, generally speaking, people have these these bursts or these seasons where they're hyper-focused on recovery and then other seasons where, yes, it's, it continues, but it's not necessarily occupying all of your attention. It's a little bit different than physical fitness where... I feel like for physical fitness, um, like I'm going to be pursuing physical fitness for the rest of my life. I'm not pursuing recovery the rest of my life. I am recovered as far as I'm concerned. There's just a few things that I have in place now that kind of keep me at bay or keep it at bay rather and keep me going in the right direction. Whereas physical fitness, I will always be working on things. So slight difference there. But what I want to encourage you is your goal is not to, to maintain or to coast while you're on vacation or whatever. Your goal is to keep the momentum going. And the way you do that is by leveraging the environment you are in, okay? Now, there's going to be two, one of two environments that you're in. One is either going to be stressful, so this would not be a vacation, right? This would be if uh, an emergency surgery came up. This would be if you had a new kid and the kid's not sleeping. Um, this would be either stressful or this would be recreational, where it is a vacation, some sort of getaway. And what we want to do is we want to leverage these to further our recovery. So here's here's the thing I don't want you to do. I don't want you to go on vacation and feel like you have to keep journaling every day and all that kind of stuff. However, it may be possible that that's exactly what you need if your vacation is at an all-inclusive resort and you're seeing a lot of people and their skin, right? It, It might be that you actually don't want to lay off you want to ramp things up because the environment that you're in calls for it. Now, maybe it's different. Maybe you're going up to a cabin in the woods. Well, in that case, you could probably scale back the journaling a little bit, but then you would want to still identify a few things that you can keep up that are going to at least further your development. That might mean keeping up the weekly conversation with your spotter. It might mean that you are um, yeah, that you are journaling at least a couple times a week. Maybe you don't do it every day, but you do it a few times a week. It might mean that if you're doing the course content that, you know, maybe, um, maybe you catch one here or there. Um, and maybe, maybe not. Okay. Maybe, maybe you don't do the course content. Maybe that's something you save for later on, but you have a couple of pillars in place that are going to at least keep you coasting. Now, remember coasting is not the goal, but we're going to start there. The second thing you want to do is, like I said, you want to leverage the environment you're in. So if you're in a recreational environment, what you actually want to do is you want to take that space, give yourself a chance to give thanks for the progress you've made, to reflect on the progress you've made as well, and maybe to start dreaming a little bit about the future, to set some more goals, to start thinking about, okay, have any of my goals or ideals changed now that I have some progress that's going in the right direction? So you want to you want to leverage this experience to further your recovery, um, but you want to play into the environment instead of trying to manipulate the environment to you know keep doing your coursework or that kind of stuff. If you're in a more distressful environment where it's like uh, it's a family emergency or something like that, um, this is these are often the best opportunities to really work on pillar number one of recovery, which is self awareness, and encompassed within that subject is. Um, is building emotional intelligence and eventually achieving emotional fitness. And what you want to do is you want to use the distress to actually motivate you and propel you to make good decisions to maintain your cool and your composition despite or your comp, your composure rather you should maintain your composition as well but maintain your composure while you go through this difficulty and this challenge and in the process you're going to actually strengthen some of those more those self-control muscles the willpower muscles some of the things that are actually very useful in recovery as much as we kind of crap on willpower Um, the reality is you do actually need to have willpower in recovery. It is required. It's just, it shouldn't be your only solution. In fact, it should be the last thing that you add, right? It's like, I've resolved the roots. I've mitigated a lot of temptations. I've learned how to breathe my way through it. Um, I've learned how to kind of just make good decisions and plan my days so that I'm regularly set up for success. And in those moments where maybe something doesn't go right, I have willpower that I can lean into And lean on to get me through that situation and back into my regular kind of space or my state. That is the goal of this. And so when you go through distress, difficult situations, you leverage them by processing, by learning, by by staying focused, by really um, identifying your priorities and figuring out how you're going to get through this in the most effective way. Distress Tends to send us into survival mode, and the more quickly you can exit survival mode, the better you're going to be at you know handling temptations, the better you're going to be at making good decisions that have better long term consequences or long term rewards, and the better off your overall just decision making in general is going to be. So What we tend to do when we go into survival mode is it's like, okay, you know what? I can't even think about recovery right now. I'm just trying to, you know, unless it's really extreme, like you got diagnosed with cancer or something, but it's like, I'm just trying to like salvage the few hours of sleep I get every night because my kid, my baby is crying. You know, if if it's something like that, well, yeah, you should definitely get as much sleep as you can. And it may not be that much, but you need to relish those opportunities, not against that one single bit. But what you also might want to do is if you have a night where you can't sleep or you end up waking up early, then just take that moment to journal, you know, or if your kid wakes, wakes you up in the middle of the night crying and you can feel the anger and you can feel the frustration, well, that's the chance for you to figure out how do I want to handle anger? Right, Because it's probably not the last time your kid's going to make you angry in your life. So you get to set the tone. You get to set a pattern that could literally serve you the rest of your life for how you handle anger with your child. But if you don't have this mindset to leverage the opportunity, you will just put everything at bay and just try to get through and maybe not even deal with the anger. So... So look at each moment as an opportunity. Each distressing situation, whatever it might be, those are a chance for those are chances for you to leverage what's going on, and to further and deepen the recovery journey. So that you're not um, you're not just keeping things at bay, and you're not at risk of losing any momentum. But you can actually keep things going, so that when things do stabilize again, you actually just get to keep going and maybe instead of being at like a level three in your progress and your momentum you get to ramp things up to level six a level eight a level 10 because now the kid is sleeping uh, now you're healthy again uh, maybe now your vacations over and you get to kind of keep going um, the last thing you want to do is lose the momentum or stop altogether and this is this is a mistake that we see a lot of people make and this is the thing that I'm very conscious of while I'm traveling is if I stop something for five weeks like let's say working out I stop working out, I'm working out, you know, three, four times a week. If I stop doing that while I'm traveling, then I now have to basically recreate the habit after five weeks. Now, because I have a history of doing it, you know, it's not going to be awful, but it would be so much easier if I was already still in that habit. It's just now I'm going to be lifting heavier weights when I go home. That's very different than having to start all over again. So you want to, you want to stay in momentum as much as you can, even if it means reducing it, it's better that the core elements are there so that you can hit the ground running and pick things up again rather than having to start things all over again when things do return to a stable state. So I hope this helps you guys, you know, those of you that are in recovery, that are experiencing interruptions, your goal is to keep the momentum going. And provided that you do that, I can pretty much guarantee that you'll be be way better off because you're going to have momentum, and you're going to be positioned well to just increase and amplify things when the time comes. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this useful, I would love a rating or review on your platform. That would mean the world to me. And it would also signal to other people like you that they could get some value from this as well. But in the meantime, I hope this helps you live your life with confidence and integrity. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye.